Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers on Hip Hop Fashion. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining us for this conversation, Taj K. She's a celebrity stylist. She's worked with many up-and-coming artists, including Lola Brooke, Ice Spice, Dusty Locaine, Fabio Foreign, and of course the classics, Jim Jones and Mano. Taj, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Also with us is Mike B. He's a fashion stylist and image consultant. Mike, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Jay Alexander Martin. He's the co-founder of FUBU and the For Us By Us Network. Jay, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. We, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, Taj, in terms of the classics, T-shirts, jeans, do you try different things on some of the male artists that you work with? Yeah, I do. I actually, I go, like, there's some artists where, like, I can, like, play around with their looks. Then there are some artists that, like, just has, like, a certain look. Also, like, it also depends on, like, their build. Like, you know, somebody that's super, like, you know, macho and stuff. I kind of don't really play around with their look. I kind of, you know, I just want to, like, enhance it. But I don't want to give them this crazy fashion look where they look like they have a stylist. That's kind of where I don't want to, I don't want people to be like, yeah. He definitely has a stylist. So I kind of try to avoid that. Like, okay, just nice and just like keep it real subtle. Like what's the natural? But there, there's some things that have been uh, classic hip hop icon. Like we've seen, I mean, artists, artists through, I think, every era of hip hop, the buff body with no shirt and chains and some some jeans. Is, that has never really changed, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. It depends, though. It really depends, like, what kind of artist because like it could be like an R&B singer that's like super buff and I could try like little things with them versus like a, a, a buff drill rapper that's not going to go for wearing certain stuff so it really just depends on the artist in my opinion and also what they're comfortable with and what they have done like in the past what, what their look is Mike what, what about the what about the artists the artists today I mean there have been certain looks that have kind of endured you know, it's always t-shirts and jeans or shirts and jeans, just different types of jeans or whatever. But why do you think, why do you feel so strongly that the artists today are not as creative as in the past? Well, I wouldn't say they're not as creative as in the past. In fashion, just, I'm talking about music. Okay. No, 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 no. I get, I, I, I totally get it. Um, I wouldn't say that it's not that they're, they're not, the artists today are not as creative in the past when it comes to fashion and style. I just, I just don't see enough originality and 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 these and these artists today wanting to just look like themselves to where you know back in the days you know the you know we wanted to look like the street guys you know what i'm saying the street hustlers so perfect example when new edition came out on the scene new edition didn't look like your typical r&b group new edition was looking like your street hustlers Right, wearing the, the Latigra and the Shams the Baron and the, and you know the Lottos and 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 so on and so forth and the Feli sweatsuits, but then now it's like it's like in reverse. You got everybody wanting to look like you know the ball players or the, or you know the athletes or you know and you know it's like vice versa now. But I don't I don't know where that transition you know came about. But, um, you know, again, it just goes back to, I just think, I also think it's because the, a lot of these brands are designing the same thing to where 
when FUBU was out, you know, or Iniche or Sean John, like you were able to go to each and every one of these different brands because they were known for an, for an identity of what they brought of style to the table with their products. But now it's pretty much like the same thing. Like you'll have this one rain jacket, right? But it's pretty much the same rain jacket because maybe this brand might do clips in the front or this brand, this brand might do a zip up or this brand might do snap front, but it's pretty much the same navy blue jacket with red stripes. Cause you know, it's, I just, I don't think, I, I don't blame the non-creativeness on the artist or the stylist. I just think, you know, everybody just needs to kind of like work together in, in creating their own, their own look. Jay, what about that? Well, I, I would, I would, I would say something like this. Um, you know, the business became item driven where if you one item was hot, everybody just did the same item. Um, I think too in business, you know, like I said, it's easier to be able to just jump in and, and call yourself a quote on have a brand, you know, it's easy, you, you know? And again, you know, I get some flack sometimes and I sit and have conversations with a, with, you know, a young designer and they'll go, well, my brand. And I'll stop and I'll say that you don't have a brand. A brand has been around for years. Like I've like, we have licensing deals from, from scrubs to, to, to eyewear, to sneakers, to bags, to, and all over the world. So, you know, again, I think that there's not a, um, a lot of people today don't appreciate the work it, 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 it takes to actually have a brand. You know, I think that if really people could understand the actual business of being in business for 30 years, 30 plus years, then they'd go, oh man, you know what? I think I'm going to do something else. Right. So how, it, what do you think about that, Tosh? Honestly, I, I agree. I well, I don't know if should I be agreeing with what Mike said or what Jay said. No, I want to know what you think. I want to know what you think. No, I agree <laughs> with what you feel. Right. I think it's about originality, in my opinion. Like, I just feel like everybody's trying hard to be different and everybody's looking the same. So it's like you're trying to go like they they have this image in their head of like like a, like maybe like a celebrity like some crazy clothing and they're trying to look like them and everybody else is trying to look like them too. So these brands are like they're also these brands are making the same clothing. I am noticing that. Um, I won't say like any brand names, but like certain brands, they're like kind of going with whatever, whatever is new. They're like trying to copy this brand. Like, oh, these these pants are really popular. Let me make some pants that's very similar to that. So then it kind of makes it so that people are wearing the same thing. There's like one brand in particular, I feel like they like stuck to like their own look and hasn't like really like gone to the other lane and like copied other people. But I am noticing a lot. And then I'm also noticing like a lot of these brands are stealing from underground designers. I've I've noticed that a lot, like, you know, like just these people making customs and whatnot, these higher end brands are making literally copies and it's bad because like and they also don't like they don't give any credit and then it becomes a trend and then like the the designer never even like it's even heard of well i'm I, can i jump in real quick and add this when when i you know again i'm more of a stylist by heart you know than anything and what, what i used to do i used to go travel i'd go to europe i'd go to asia um 
and I would just kind of shop the line. And that's when I would say shop the line, like actually buy it. I would go out there and shop and look around for new ideas. Then I'd come back and then I would implement those ideas into what I, I, I thought we were doing. And fashion, and, and anybody knows this, fashion is your interpretation of what you see. So yes, you're always going to find someone having a, a different interpretation. I just think that um, the these and this is no disrespect to and no call out for anybody, but I think a lot of the people today aren't actually really what they are. You're not actually a designer. You didn't actually go to school. You just saw a piece and you said, hey, let me just make it. Because, again, fashion may be, you know, maybe something that, you know, everyone feels that's making a whole bunch of money now. I'm just going to jump in and I'm because now they call it merch. Right. It's not merch. That's not right. the word. That's not the right word. That is not what merch is. Merch is merch that's is big not business. It. So so what I'm saying so how I'm saying is if you don't really understand the business, you won't be in business for long. Oh, absolutely. So so when you appreciate what, what actual people are doing, because again, I'll throw it back to this. Years ago, Mike B, you you can attest to this. How many how many rappers had a line? At one Bad time. Man. Yeah, okay. a lot of, no, 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 no. I'm saying after a while, you started having everyone, uh, 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 companies come to the design, come to these uh, uh, artists and say, hey, listen, you want a line? All right, I'm going to use you and make give you a line. Now, all of a sudden, they're all gone. I mean, it started from from walk, not, uh, not walk away. I'm sorry. Uh, rock aware. Rock aware. Oh, Sean, Sean. On, Sean, John. And, and before that, right? But it's funny. And guy, guy, finish your thought because I want to definitely tell you. saying is that. So, so what I'm saying is that we're I'm in, innately in fashion. Like I went to fashion school. So when you're really in it and you really do it, you're going to continue on. If you're just in it because I'm just trying to make some money or you're in it because of the fame. And if your record is hot, your clothes is hot. When your record's not hot, your clothes is not selling. We'll be right back after this. What up, what up? This is Machine Gun Kelly, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Salute. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Nisa Evers. We're talking about hip-hop fashion. Joining me for this conversation, Taj K. She's a celebrity stylist. She's worked with many up-and-coming, including established artists like Lola Brooke, Ice Spice, Dusty Locaine, Fabio Foreign, Jim Jones, Mayno. Taj, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Also with us, Mike D., fashion stylist and image consultant. Mike, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Also with us, Jay Alexander Martin. He's a co-founder of FUBU and the For Us, By Us Network. Jay, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. A lot of these brands, a lot of these rappers that had their own brands, I feel like it was the death of them because they just started, they, they stopped promoting and wearing their own brand. So, so, and I think that kind of like started around when social media started getting a little bit bigger and, you know, now everybody wants to start wearing, excuse me, these Italian brands or whatever, wherever these fufu shishi brands might be from that doesn't even care about us, much less that's only just taking our bread. Let's let's talk about that. Taj, in, in, ter- in terms of the designer brands, because a lot of people say, well, you know, it's it's just like sometimes sometimes the artists look like they'll take anything, you know, like like a uh, like a European, you know, like a Christian Dior, a Balenciaga, a Gucci, a, this, a Fendi, all these things, you know, these they'll take that and they'll just they'll have like all these on. And they just basically look like, you know, they're a commercial for them. 
a lot of times these artists don't really like i get a lot of hard-headed not wanting to listen artists like they just want to wear name brand like big name brand it don't matter if it looks ridiculous it's like as long as they got on this they feel fly and i sometimes i try to tell them like yo these pants right here like yeah they only like i've had an artist specifically tell me like nah i'm not wearing 400 pants I'm like, what? I'm like, 400 is kind of expensive. It's like a $2,000 jean. jean. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm, I gotta, like, my jeans gotta be like 800 and up. Like, I got, I'm like, but these look better than those. I'm like, those are not even really, those aren't really that cute. But it's all about brand now. It's all about name. And it's the, like the, the, the cheaper brands, in my opinion, like, you can get away with a lot of stuff. And this stuff actually sometimes looks better because all of the, the higher end brands, they kind of all look the same now. So it's like it's super expensive, and then it just it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me why they want to just when only talk. When you talk, right? When we we talk about a brand, Jay with with, with Fubu, I think part of it too, like the whole like like the the support the support for that the, the support for Fubu, and the just the tremendous popularity you know that you guys that you guys built over the years was also because of the idea this is a black owned company for a culture that is driven by black American culture, black American urban culture. And there was a thing of like, okay, I mean, your very name for us by us. It's like, this is ours. We own it. And then has, have we lost that sense of pride and ownership and just like people are just going for like the superficial now, do you think? Well, it, it goes back to one thing, one thing she just said, she said name brand. If we can't be looked at as a name brand, then who can? Right. So if you don't give credit to what it is, period, you're giving credit to a slogan, but you're not giving credit where it really be, it deserves. So we should be called a name brand as well. Right. No, absolutely. And until that happens, we're, we're never, no one, none of, no, no brand for as urban, quote unquote, urban. And sometimes you're like, well, why do I want to have to be urban? Why this can't be a brand? It's urban. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's urban culture. It's urban but culture. I feel like it's the urban, it's the, it's the urban culture that's putting money in your pocket. So in, and that, and you're right, Jay, you got a lot of these cats that are like, yo, my collection is not urban. Yeah, but bro, the majority of your hood is supporting you. So right. you're, 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 why why steer away from well that? i say that i say that I, I say that i say that to, to bring it back to back in the days of magic and we would have huge structures i mean million dollar boots um and we would pay to take over all the energy was there and, and then the when section would say urban and then but and then then the other section, other section would be contemporary right, right. but then the wild you know, after a while, they put a whole stigma on us. So then after a while, so everyone's wearing a quote-unquote urban, then eight mm -hmm. was a cross. Right. So it's like, well, I want to be different. How do I be different? How do I set myself between when everybody's doing it, everybody's urban, I'm going to skate. And then skate started transitioning. So then everything was skate. And then after skate, it was like, okay, well, I want to dress up. Then it became contemporary. So if you don't maneuver around and know where it's going you, you're never gonna you're not gonna no, and, and then not and i'm sorry ladies also it, it also it also goes back to them not knowing urban comes from suburban and what they were wearing in the suburbs 
You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like like Jay said, if you don't know, you know, your background, you know, then you're not going to even know how to build your brand. But then also it's also about knowing who you are as a person in your character is how you also are going to build a brand because you know who you are as a person is going to help you along the lines of turning yourself into its own brand. And that's never gonna happen. Go ahead. Yeah, people don't know what, take a breath. They don't even know who they are. Half the people don't know what they are. Half the people don't don't know what marketing is. They don't know what branding is. Exactly. Exactly. All right, we're gonna we're gonna find out what Taj has to say about that when we come back. Guys, thank you so much. We'll be right back after this. What it do this Kevin Gates and right now I'm kicking it with Lisa Evers. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip hop fashion. Joining me for this conversation, Taj K. She's a celebrity stylist. She's worked with many up and coming, including established artists like Lola Brooke, Ice Spice, Dusty Locaine, Fabio Foreign, Jim Jones, Mayno Taj. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Also with us, Mike D, fashion stylist and image consultant. Mike, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Likewise. Also, thank you. Also with us, Jay Alexander Martin. He's a co-founder of FUBU and the For Us By Us Network. Jay, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Taj, what do you think about the whole issue of these these name brands? Do, do, does everything that an artist has to wear now have to be a name brand or a $2,000 belt or $2,000 jeans? I think the media has a huge influence on this. I feel like in my generation, because I'm 25, I've like I've worked with artists that are younger than me. I've worked with artists that are older than me. It's it's all the media just influencing everything at this point. Like when rappers say I'm only wearing certain brand, everybody gonna only wear a certain brand, and they'll cancel. A brand can get canceled because of what someone, a person of like you know a certain status says. I don't think it. In, like any i don't think it has anything else to do with like um actual fashion anymore it's just straight like copying it's like copycat i don't know just like copy copy no matter what you try to do to kind of bring a, a little bit yeah, edgier or... it's about it's about like you know who's having it like motion right. basically like you know if who, who has like you know the most expensive this and who has the most expensive everything so it just, it's not about who's the flyest anymore. It's not about, oh, that, that looks really good. It's about, like, who has the most expensive stuff on now. And I've been, I, I've noticed that a lot with many artists. The, um... I just, I'm, God, I'm sorry. No, I wanted to ask you about the, you know, in terms of the individuality and stuff, too. You look at, you look at Diddy. And he, even, like, a, a couple of years ago, or about four years ago, when he was at the, the Biggie naming ceremony in the Barclays, he comes out in the center of the Barclays Center, which, you know, the Barclays Arena, which was packed, um, you know, and for this big for this big ceremony and big, big event, he had the fur coat on. He had, of course, he had some jewel, some jewelry on the sunglasses or the wet. But even if you didn't know, every, of course, everyone knew who he was. But if you didn't know who he was and you saw him walking down the street, you'd be like, that's some star. Just the way that he had, you know, that. But even, but even when he came out, though, it wasn't your typical fur coat that everybody would be wearing a mink or, you know, a fox or whatever the case may be. His his coat um, was a different type of chinchilla and it was a full length chinchilla and it it had a different type of style. See, somebody like Puff always spoke Lux, you know, with, with his, with his brand, you know, he, yeah. So he always spoke Lux. He always 
Puff always strived on individuality because that is the era that Puff is from. Puff is from the era of not wanting to come outside and look like anybody else. Down to his music, down to his videos, down to, you know, his just just his his style of marketing and branding. His like the word even when he was came out promoting his brand, you can't really say there were street teams out there doing guerrilla marketing and with poster boards and picket signs and talking about Biggie, Craig Mac, and you know what I'm saying? The so Big Mac, so, the Big Mac. The um, Big Mac, yes, Big exactly, Mac. exactly. So so Puff is, I would say, is like the epitome of individuality, of style, you know? And and that that's that just says a lot in, in itself. And that's that goes back to him knowing who he is and how he's going to develop his brand moving forward. Because look, look. Because, because, and, and that whole that whole like that whole formal like with the black tie and the you know the, the but but the, right. the swaggy you know like with the tie kind of like open like it's two o'clock in the morning after a group. right like a same like a Sammy Davis Jr. type style or right, exactly but he didn't let it go but even still you know when you turn on the radio like it's it's very hard for me to to listen to music because even today like. You turn on the radio, it just sounds like one long record all day because oh, see, all these artists want to sound. Mike, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on that because okay. we have Afro beats, we have all all the the Caribbean, right? Music, right, but music, have- yeah, but but at the same time, we have all of these types of music. But radio, when you listen to radio, there's only three to four different records that you hear on the radio. Okay, well, you got to listen to Hot 97 more, but let me get back to the close. <laughs> what a plug. <laughs> what a plug. <laughs> well, we're on Hot 97. I have to, I have to put that, I have to put that, but, but I mean that's here. I mean that seriously. I listen to it. We have all kinds of different music. It depends on the time of day. Some of the hits, of course, are going to get played. Right, but I'm specifically many- speaking on hip hop. Just okay, I am okay. Well, okay, it's expanding too, just like the fashion. Let me bring it back to the close, Taj. In terms of the women, because there was one one of the things I was struck with, and and Jay, I want you to weigh in on this way on this too from a man's point of view. You look at these old video. You look at the old, you know, like the old classic hip hop videos from the from the nineties, and it's like the women are in turtlenecks. The women are kind of like in baggy jeans and. Or there was, you know, like the the classic Aaliyah look, like the baggy jeans with like the bandeau top, you know, like and and all that. Sunglasses have always been around, but when you look at the women today, it's very much it's very form fitted, it's very flashy. Some people say the women kind of are starting to all look the same too on the stage. What do you think about that? Um, I would blame that on the print, the very like fashion over and like pretty little things like the cheap clothing that come from overseas and also the um this bbl look thing so it's like everyone's kind of looking the same so i like you know with different artists like they're their stuff they're, they're it's a lot of brands that's like making certain stuff and then like these brands overseas are they're making it so that people with less money can wear this stuff also right so you think that's kind of driving the whole overall look i mean with the women, I honestly think women, so I work with mostly men. When it comes to me styling with women, I usually look for custom pieces. At least one time, like somewhere on her body, she has to have some type of custom piece because it can look really cheap after a while. With men, I feel like it's it's easier to 
put an outfit together. It has to, it always has to look good on a woman. It's way different working with a woman than with a guy. Way more so consideration. Try to go for the custom pieces, the pieces that no one is gonna have because women wear cheaper clothing. In my opinion, I don't pay a lot for my shirts. Like, I, I pay. I'm not paying more than like twenty thirty dollars for my shirt. But guys, on the other hand, they probably unless it's like maybe just a plain white tee. Guys will spend several hundred dollars on a t-shirt. So. I I usually go for more like custom with women. It is harder to like style women. To sell Jay, what about the what about the evolution of the of of women in hip hop? Because it, it's true when you look at the old videos, it's like okay, she could jump on the number four train, you know, to to the Bronx at like two a.m. in the morning after some club in Manhattan closed, and she's no one's going to be you know getting all crazy looking at her. Well, uh, I think to, to this way, uh, it's almost like we came out with with men's clothes and a lot of the brands that always came out with just men's clothes and then afterwards we would make women's clothes but really women's clothes was, was a, mostly an afterthought so when women get their stuff now now that you have the, the fashion was like that fashion over and, and we want to call it fast fashion or however you want to um the reason why they're winning more so because they're taking the girl and keep empowering them and giving them money to to actually you know uh um sell and market their clothing via social media, right? So you get, a, you know, you parry, look at my, my fashion over, and after a while, that just goes on and on and on and on. But you have to be authentic about it. So the woman is wearing a fashion over piece because, again, like you said, a lot of, a lot of women don't spend a lot of money on clothing, like as, as far as I know is concerned. Um, but unless you, just, you know, you have tons and tons of money, but everyone has this picture, you have to have, to, you have to have your, your bag, you have to have this, that. And when they see that, in via social media, they go, wow, I got to look like that to get that guy. I got to look like that to get that baller. So it's a, it's almost like a, I call it the, like a, a rapper's starter kit. You have to have your chain. You have to have your this, you have to have that. That's the women's starter kit. So that's what you're seeing huh. everyone wear. The bad, Mike, what about that? And you have to have fans because with a BBL, you ain't can't wear anything else. Yeah. Can I, can I just yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'm noticing that, like, you know, with Fashion Nova, they have a lot of women, like, that have BBLs. So, like, even, like, real fashion, in my opinion, Fashion Nova doesn't really have, like, you know, crazy pieces. They have, like, you know, bodycon, fitted outfits. Everything that's women. So, like, even with the BBL women, they're not wearing, like, street fashion either. Right. So, that's probably why it's getting watered down at this point, because the 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 street fashion, it kind of, in my opinion, doesn't really look right on them. It looks better for the fashion over. But, but again, it goes back to the, the actual designer and go back to the fashion business. I need to sell volume. They're selling volume. They're selling millions and millions and millions of pieces of it. So, of course, that's what it is right, right now. But, but again, I need, to make, I need to make money. So I get it. Right. And they're selling the look that's been made popular by some of the biggest female stars. And they're like, oh, I can look like her. Even though I don't have the, even though my ring is real or my bag's not real or, or 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 anything like that, and Mike, in terms of the the men men now, it's at, at first I, I'm trying to think of who was the first rapper that was that we kind of saw in a suit that you you know was known for wearing streetwear that we saw like in a suit and people were like, whoa. I want to think heavy deep. I would, I would say Heavy D, Heavy D. Or, or maybe even Big Daddy Kane too. Big Daddy, no, right, right. Big Daddy Kane. Kane, Kane wore some. Kane came through with the silk suits and the ballets on his feet, because that's what it was back then. And then, and then Hev 
I would say was like the first big rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like heavy rapper to start wearing suits because because for the big rappers, you had the fat boys, but the fat boys were doing like a lot of, like once they started getting money, they started doing a lot of Dapper Dan custom looks. And then, well, you know- Well, Run DMC started with the blazer. Run DMC started with the blazer. Oh, okay. With the leather blazer. The leather blazer. That's right, okay. yeah, that, absolutely right, right. Well, actually, I could take it a step further than Run DMC. Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow. You know what I mean? Curtis Blow. Oh, and going into him. The two, the two, uh, with the guy with the green eyes. Um, no, is oh my god. Green eyes? Uh, what is, the DJ had green eyes. It was, and the other two, one was dark skin, one was light skin. I don't know. Well, we, like, we have to take a break to get name. What? They, they were dressing as well. Okay. I'm actually, yeah. it was all, Oh, that whole era, they dressed up. That whole era was about dressing up, but right. it was also it was also emphasized on individuality too. Right. You know what I'm they saying? All wore, they all wore it differently. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so sorry, Houdini. Lisa. Houdini. 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 Yes, yes, yes. All right. Jalil, DJ Jalil. Yeah. Jalil. Okay, guys. Jalil. Yeah. We gotta we gotta pause our little trip on memory lane here and uh, take take a short break. We'll be back with more street soldiers when we come back. We're going to wrap up and I'm going to ask our guests, where do they think hip hop fashion is going? What's next? Stay with us. Hey, yo, 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 what up, what up? It's the infamous Mob Deep prodigy right here, you know what I mean? And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, you know what I mean? And real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip hop fashion with Taj K, Mike B, and Jay Alexander Martin. And uh, guys, thank you all for joining us with this might be women's fashion, women hip-hop artists. You have something to say about that. The difference between now, today, and back then, dopest female rappers wore clothing. Like, they were fully clothed from salt and Pepper, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Roxanne Shantae, um, Me, She, Me. Like, these female rappers, it, was, it wasn't just that they were giving you the illest lyrics even harder than some of the some of the, the the male rappers, but they were giving you that sex appeal, and and that's what was really driven about it, and made them single out with their look. You understand? So then, you know, I I I feel like even the early Little Kim or the early Foxy Brown, they too were clothed before. You know, I don't. But that was also it. society too. I mean, you have people walking around. People, women walking around now, they're showing their bodies, especially, you know, especially if, if they're in shape, they're showing their bodies, they're wearing yoga pants, they're wearing bike shorts, they're wearing, you know, like right, mid right, go, 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 right. go ahead, Tosh. Yeah, let me just finish this real quick. But even though still the little Kims and the Foxy Browns, they were wearing fashion pieces. You know what I'm saying? That's why they got invited to the Fasachi fashion shows and so on and so forth, so forth. They weren't wearing like just cheap garments you know, that were just from this fast fashion type thing. But go ahead, um, Tosh. I, I agree with that. Like, even like, you know, I think about Foxy Brown. They're wearing like good pieces. They're not wearing... Joan and David. Yeah, they they have all these good pieces. So it's like, and then it's, it was a lot of pressure. And that's a lot of, it's way more pressure now with oh, yeah. and women and then the music business. It's like sex sells. So it's like, the women that are fully clothed and 
are super nice. They're not getting attention. It's the women that's, you know, talking about their bodies and whatever. But it's crazy. Look at Lauren Hill. These are the women that are making millions of dollars, got a whole bunch of fans. And, you know, they're like the the blueprint. No, exactly. And then the, and the, and the look is much more because when people will go to a show now, they want to be entertained. They want to see somebody on stage that, you know, like a sequin bodysuit or whatever, whatever it is that that has been designed for them. Jay, what's your take on the on the women, especially the women, women hip hop artists today? Because the one good thing is there's so many of them and there is a lot of diversity. But the ones that are the biggest, they all kind of do have a similar look, I think. Well, yeah, they do have a similar look and a similar style. But again, you know, the record label, the people that's behind them is going to go with what's, what's going on. What happens? I mean, it's just life. It's just, again, I always got to say it's the fashion business. Right. And you're going to go with what sells. And if sex selling it to now, after a while, now listen, it goes back to now that everything was kind of, I don't want to say bubblegumish, but, uh, uh, you know, a little like nursery rhyme stuff. And then it, and then it got real sexy. And now you have, uh, what's her name? Um, Lip, uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember my name. Scarlet. 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 Now, Scarlet is a totally opposite from all of that. Right. Off rap. She's, she, she's not, you know, she's not looking anything like those. But she's getting all. Uh, she, she's transitioning into it now. You know, my point. When I first seen the first video and she's, rah, 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 I was like, okay, she's changing it. But what they're going to do is try to bring her back to what they think that sells. Because she's too different. Rawr, rawr. Wait, like a dungeon driving. Okay, wait, hold on a second. I don't do one about that. Oh, we can go. The, the suit actually got canceled, but they wanted three looks. They wanted a foxy brown look, like with the mink coat. I would, This is what I was going to do. I was going to do the mink coat, or maybe like a, a denim two-piece set, like so she could have like, you know, who's the... Like something more sexy. Then they wanted like an extreme sexy look. It was like a sexy look, a foxy brown look, and then like like a ragged. Foxy brown the rapper or foxy brown? Foxy oh, brown. The rapper. Foxy brown the rapper. The foxy brown look, a super sexy look, and then a rugged look. So it's like, you know, they're trying to kind of like make her a little bit more. But she's not authentic. That's not authentic. A lot of people have been commenting on her image. I've noticed that. Like, I've been following her. I've seen her for years. Like, this is, she, she's not new. I've been seeing her videos for probably about three years, four years. Um, Her image before, it, a lot of people have been commenting negative stuff, too. So I'm guessing her team is catching on. Like, all right, in order to stop these negative comments, this is what we have to do. And I feel like that's usually what happens with a lot of female artists they got it especially with the women because and what about you work you work with lola brooke and, and lola brooke's yeah. team says like you know she's trying to show you know because the other thing too that's always been like the the curse of women with clothing is like you can't wear the same dress twice or the same outfit twice like lola was showing like you know what you can wear your own clothes you can wear uh you know you, you can you can be natural you can do that that type of thing do, do you think that's a trend for the future or is that just the stage yeah, that's I definitely think people should be rewearing their clothing, like specifically for for Lola for her birthday. We bought seventy two hundred dollar Givenchy boots, and I'm just like, you should. This is gonna be a one time wear because they were like super bedazzled, and like I noticed like she wore them, and I'm like, this this is this could be like a kind of like a movement, like wear your stuff again. Like this stuff is so expensive, you might just like 
I think that's definitely like the move though. What about that? I I think again, it can be really dope if these artists really recognize their power and know who they are as a person. Wearing just one wear taking one piece and just wanting to wear it that one time and then that's it, throw it in the back of the closet. I think if they know how to build their marketing and build their brand, these pieces can become a signature piece. Right. Run DMC didn't just wear that one leather blazer one time. It became something that they were it was their signature piece. Right. Um, um, just like even even with the shiny suits, like they didn't Puff didn't just have LOX and, and Mace just wear these shiny suits just one time. It became a signature thing to wear now that that Versace shirt or that 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 um big coming out in the pinstripe suit or 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 have coming out with the leather blazers the double person like some of these pieces or even LL Cool J coming out with the continuous being consistent with the Kango it right. becomes these signature pieces and and that goes with that comes along with branding and marketing as building who you are as a character like it just as a, as a they, I don't I don't Right. And I don't think I don't think they get it. They get so caught up on spending ten thousand dollars on this leather jacket and they wear it one time on red carpet and then they throw it in the back of the closet or whatever the case may be. They don't see it as memorabilia to where if they do a huge show, they can bring that jacket back out again and they can be like, Oh, that's that coat that that's he had favorite. on the red that's carpet. Like my favorite thing. So I yeah, what, what oh go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was saying that's why you get a stylist. You just pull it, you wear it. Exactly, uh, Jay. What about what about that? Um, I kind of I kind of agree to a point. Um, but again, that goes back to music where they got rid of what the A and R's and all that. They got artist development, so there's no development. And to me, the style is supposed to be the artist development now, and they put that all in your hands. So really, that's up to y'all. No, and, and it's part of the whole part. You of guys have to, have to have to tell them and teach them that, right? I just make a product. Okay, let me ask one quick question, and then we got to wrap up the show. Um, Taj, do you ever do you ever think that super expensive, super high profile, you know, jewelry, flashy jewelry, is ever going to go out of style? <laughs> oh, because I've uh, jewelry literally makes the outfit look ten times better. Yes, that's my opinion. Like the simplest outfit, a white tee with some regular jeans and some Air Force ones, put some jewelry on. They're like a million dollars. Exactly, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, to- definitely. Um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think jewelry is ever gonna go away because, again, if you do our history, we come from the original royalty of being a kings and queens, right? So we're always gonna wear our crowns and our jewelry a certain way. The style of the jewelry is always gonna change, though, depending on you know the the era of whoever's leading the masses right now because right now I see everybody's wearing these a thousand chokers around their neck with big medallions and I'm like okay me I'd rather throw on one simple 28 inch chain that's just you know nice and light but you know again it's to each his own really you know but but, you know I don't think jewelry's ever gonna go anywhere because it enhances like she said it it enhances the look also as well too you know Jay, what about that? I, I think for me, I think as you get older, 
uh, you know, your your taste change. I think even for me, uh, back in the days when I, w- I would look like, I mean, I had diamonds, rings, diamond, 10 carat rings. I had all that back in the days. And as I got older, I'm like, I don't want this stuff. I, I'm just good with a simple watch. I have a nice watch collection. And and that's it. It comes with age. Again, the rapping starter kit is your your chain, a little choker, <laughs> and a pair of shades, and a pair of shades. Oh, real dark. That's the other thing that's never the ties. That's the sunglasses are never going to go out either. Ones are never going to go out either. In New York specifically, Air Force ones. I I have I keep like ten pair of Air Force ones in my car every time I go to shoot. Like. I know we're going to have to use it for one look. It's a New York thing. All right. I, guys, thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers, Taj K, Mike V, and J. Alexander Martin. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all. <laughs>